All right, everybody, welcome back to the Washed Athlete Podcast. This is episode six. Uh, we've all had a pretty interesting weekend, uh, so I guess let's defer to the boys, and uh, we'll see how things going. So, how's it going? Going well, going well. How are you doing, Peter? Um, well, currently, my Wi-Fi is not working at all, even though I'm in a dorm building, because I think someone's just on the rear, but, you know, we'll see how this goes. Don't worry, if your signal's jammed, I'm very much probably following behind you. The only person that is safe from this is Jacob, but Jacob doesn't have Wi-Fi, so who knows <laughs> when, his, when his cell service will just cut out. Can, can you explain OP? why you just don't have Wi-Fi? Probably costs extra. I have to pay for it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like, how do you, do you just not, like, how do you just not use Wi-Fi at your house? Because if, like, if I'm going to go do like a decent amount of work, I'll just go to the library, or I'll just yeah. use a and then, oh, that's... Respectfully, respectfully, that's the most business type energy I've ever heard. Like, oh, if I have work, I'll just go to the library. Like, there's no way I could just only do my work in the library. Wait, Jacob, I, I do drive. have a question about your uh, hotspot status. Are we talking like LTE or are we looking at 5G? Uh, 5GE and it will switch. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uji, <Alrighty>. Okay. okay. <laughs> Jacob's spoken that 5G pack. <laughs> What can I say? <laughs> but yeah, I'll just go to the library um, if I need to do anything like serious. Or like if I'm going to go like work it for an extended period of time, might as well do that. Um, you should just go to but, Starbucks. It's way closer. Nah. Nah. That's all you got to say about that? Just nah. It's just like one of those... Nah, I've never... I mean, I've never really done it. So, I mean, you know, maybe I'll try it out once, see how it works, but... For now, it's just the walk to uh, Hillman, and then, you know, that's it. That's, that's fair enough. I, I cannot survive about wi- without Wi-Fi. I don't know, like, what I would do. I, I don't know how you're doing that. Like, how do you live without Wi-Fi and just run a hotspot? Well, I don't run a hotspot that often. I try not to, like, use the hotspot as much as I, like, you know. Like, I don't want to use a hotspot to an excessive amount. Um, so... Like, my, favorite, my favorite Wait. thing is the fact that you just don't watch, you just don't use your TV. If there's any type of sports game on and we want to call and talk while the game's going on, you're like, you can't because you're, you, you have to use your phone. Well, what I can do is like, I can just mute the game on my phone and then I can uh, just talk with you guys. And I guess I won't have like the commentary, but. Oh, I, I don't, I don't care for the commentary at all. Most commentating is terrible. They got like they got some guys that are like pretty good. Like uh Gus Johnson, he's really good. Uh Mike Breen, of course, he's pretty good. Um, you know, they got some other guys. I mean oh. just absolute crazy like announcers. But they I feel like Gus Johnson isn't like he doesn't get like very like many primetime games or anything like that, but he's crazy. The Hornets announcers though. The Hornets announcers are always wilding. I don't know what they are on. Like, the way they just scream Miles Bridges' name after he does anything at all. It's like, oh, Miles Bridges! <laughs> it's, like, the most ridiculous thing ever. And then, like, LaMelo will follow up. They're like, oh, LaMelo! They just, like, they're all over. Like, they're not even... I don't even think they're quality announcers. They just, like, lose their mind during any play, and it, it always makes Bleacher Report. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean... Then you got like some of the more, I guess, uh, you know, guys that have been there for a decent amount of time, like Joe Buck. Um, didn't Troy Aikman get annoyed the other day that he couldn't um, call the Cowboys game? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think in hey, general, I just don't... that Romo had it. Yeah. Romo's so good, but I don't really care for commentary in general. I'd rather watch and talk to pe- I'd rather talk to people and then just watch the game in the background than listen to the commentary. Speaking of commentary, though, I was just looking at this yesterday. The call, like the call that Chris Collingsworth did for the Philly special and the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl is the worst call for one of the most wild plays in like NFL history in terms of like the context for where it happened. It is such a weak call, and like you have to go look at like Kevin Harlan doing it on like the radio for you actually get a quality call of the moment. Like Chris Collingsworth is like. Just de- like no reaction to the fact that Nick Foles just caught a touchdown path- pass on a fourth and two right before overtime. It is like it is such a soft call. I got a feeling that Chris Collinsworth probably started off by saying, like, "Whoa, here's a guy that like dot dot 
because uh, I swear that's what like how he always starts off by talking and like just that is like a guy who ran a four four at the combine and really had that speed to take the top off of the defense. Exactly, exactly. That is Chris Collinsworth. I there's a one guy who impersonates him on Instagram and he's hilarious. Oh yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. He does he does a lot of people too. Like he does Nick Saban spot on. He does he did Coach O, um, at Ogeron. Um, Coach O is probably so funny to intimidate. It's so fu- yeah, it's so funny. It sounds like he's just got something like, just like in his, like it just seems like he's got like a chicken bone in his like throat or something. It just seems best. The up. whole time. Yeah. Yeah, but. That, it- But yeah, Raj, do you have our uh, NFL meme? Uh, for uh, the yeah, I, I do. Starting it off early. Yeah, it's actually a picture of the Giants' new head coach, uh, Brian Dabble. Am I saying that right? Dable. Dable. Yeah, uh, it's a picture of him looking like an attorney whose clients all go to jail. If you all want to take a look, kind of looks like Kingpin, just like not That's- in the right. That was my first thought. I was like, stop talking about Kingpin. Daredevil season three is so good. I've it been is. Sl- I've been slowly moving forward through it because schoolwork's just gotten like more crazy, but like I have to run on the treadmill um these next two days. So like I, I watched like one of the episodes. It's like it is so, like season three is by far the best season that they did. And I'm only on episode four, but no, everything with Kingpin and Wilson Fisk is very like Good, but no, he Brian Dable does look like Kingpin, and that situation is just all sorts of messed up. Boy, do I love the Giants! Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think that season three of Daredevil was the best season. Um, Save it. I was, like, like I was, it was good that Peter gave you the context because, like, the um, transition from seasons two to three, I was like kind of just confused with. I was like, okay, he got like something happened to him. He's like injured in some sort of way. Okay, I'll just run with it. But I mean, aside from that, like the season's really good. Like I'll um, go ahead and say that yeah, season three of uh, Daredevil was better than season three of Arrow. I'll say that. I don't think that's a like you know, like it's not like a controversial opinion. I think that's just pretty fair. I think it's you know clear. But yeah, I'm so for the extra cycle. But yeah, one day we will sit down and record one it. Day. Yeah. So that means Raj and Andre. So you guys got some uh, homework to do. Eh. It's an extra homework. cycle. Doesn't mean all of us have to be here. Okay. Okay. And, and like I can, yeah. I can catch up and watch it. shows. I think it's only fair if Andres decides to catch up and watch a show, considering he hasn't done it in a while. Yeah. And Justin, didn't she? Justin and Peter. Wait, didn't she both say I'm you were going to be watch parts of Arrow? Uh, I'll I'll try to. I gotta. I'm behind on. So I got my goals are to watch. Wally because I haven't watched it. Um, yeah. Wally and Kanto, and then I had to finish the book of Boba. I had to catch up or finish the book of Boba Fett um, when I have time to because I, I haven't watched since the episode two. I'll, I mean, it's probably gonna be better as a binge anyway, so it's fine. Um, but I know I, I I've seen some of the like clips and like pictures from the episodes, and I mean it's a little bit of a spoiler, but like I'm just like, like I, I can I can see um I can see the Mandalorian handling Darth Saber, which is pretty cool. But um, so we'll see where we'll see where it goes. Um, but no, I gotta catch up on those first. But I'll probably watch. I'll probably rewatch parts of Arrow before we do the extra cycle on that, which I'm sure will get no views because no one really cares about a pointless Arrow and Daredevil debate. But we do, so we're gonna do it. Absolutely. Yeah, but mad respect. Still writing my three-page paper on it. I'll do. It. <laughs> Please do it. Please do it. I respect it. No, but uh, Justin respect oh, for wanting to Sucks rewatch it. Wally. No, because like, it's just like with those Pixar movies, and if you'll see this, this is probably like a week after, so you'll have another extra tier list that had come out. So like the one about Pixar is really like interesting because I'm sure I'm. It might never watch tier tier. I have a Bug's Life, Brave, and Wally, and obviously I, I think out of those three, the one that really stands out is Wally that I haven't watched and. It's kind of a situation where I am very confident. I in my life I have seen Wally. I understand the point of Wally. I understand that it is a fantastic movie, and I know the characters in it. But the problem is I haven't seen it in so long that there's no like I I don't have a reason 
that I would put it in S or A tier. I'm sure that's where it will end up because I know like the reputation of the movie. But there's I couldn't sit here and provide people reasons why the movie is so good, so it doesn't get ranked. Same thing with like Brave. Like I'm sure I've seen Brave, and I'm sure I've seen A Bug's Life as well because that was kind of like the era and time which we grew up. Like some of these more newer movies, we wouldn't like care to see as much like kind of like a soul or whatnot because i mean soul is a little bit deeper themed but it's like it's a pixar movie and we're all 19 20 years old so um but no so i'm sure i'm sure i've seen some of them but i just haven't got around to it so i really do want to rewatch a wall like I, I there's been multiple times like in the past like year where i'm like yeah i really need to see wally again because i don't remember the film but i haven't had the opportunity and now i'm gonna finally do it probably i'll probably watch it like Similar to when I watched Encanto, because I also heard Encanto is really good, and I'm excited to watch that. Um, and I, has ever, anyone else seen Encanto? Nope. Um, I've no. watched like half of it. But Jacob, of, course you, of, like, of course, Jacob didn't watch it. Like he hasn't watched like eight of the Pixar movies on the list, which is like, which is completely embarrassing. I, I don't, like, I, I can't comprehend why you haven't seen eight of them. Well, I've seen the ones that matter. Um, even though Bugs Life is kind of technically OG, I would say that doesn't really matter. I feel like if you have a Bugs Life, like, is one of the best movies you've seen for Pixar, that's a Pixar movie, right? Yeah, it is. Then you probably don't have a good take on just movies in general. A Bugs um, Life explains a lot of life lessons, Jacob, if you understand the plot. Bro, Bugs Life wasn't a good movie. Come on now. Yeah, are, are you going to have that in S tier? Would you have that in S tier? special. I never said I would have it in S tier. I'm just saying its okay. plot is very important to the developing children. Well, Jacob. <laughs> okay. Well, there's other movies that are better th- at that. And well, Jacob, shows, but Jacob but... you're saying you're saying you're doing exactly what I told you I wasn't going to do and rank a movie that you haven't seen. Or oh, you have seen A Bug's Life. Never mind. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. My, my apologies. Okay. No, hold on. Just... Hold on. I'm going to call you out here and I need everyone else's opinion on this. Jacob, you haven't seen Luca, Soul, Inside Out, Cars 3, Brave, Onward, The Good Dinosaur, and Finding Dory. There's no way you can just tell me you've seen all the ones that matter. Yeah. I've seen the OG ones. Yeah, but like I, I would Inside Out is probably one of the better Pixar movies in my opinion. It's like my fourth favorite Pixar movie, and Soul is also really like Finding Dory is like a sequel to Finding Nemo. There's no way that you can justify not seeing like this many of them. I would say the ones that I would want to see, um, just because I've heard good things about are um, Inside Out and Finding Dory. Um, Cars Three, I haven't heard the best things like the best things about. Um, I've, I mean, I'm assuming it's better than Cars 2. Brave, I never heard really gr- the best things about. And then the rest of the movies, they're just newer. So I'm not like, like I would um, want to go, I guess, invest the time in watching these older movies, like if since they don't have the nostalgia factor. But I mean, that being said, I mean, I love Pixar. I think Pixar, like the jokes that they have in the movies for like adults as well as like. Um, you love Pixar you know, so much you haven't seen eight of the movies? Well, because I'm not going to want to go watch a bunch of movies that aren't like, you know, that like that aren't for my age range, like right now. I'd rather watch watch, like TV shows and stuff. I would say Inside Out, Soul and Onward are all like and Finding Dory would be like age appropriate movies. I would say like Brave is not really like Brave and Luca are pushing and Cars 3 are pushing and probably The Good Dinosaur are probably pushing. A little bit of like yeah age for but inside out and soul i think are definitely soul is a very deep movie about like the afterlife and how we perceive our life while we're living in and appreciating life while we have it so i don't really think um that would be considered like not age appropriate okay jacob. well if that's the case then maybe yeah <laughs> wait jacob wait so i'll say like you have like you, I, like you say you've watched all the og movies and i'll give you that except if you re- want to say you've watched all the OG movies, you technically have to watch Cars 3 and Finding Dory because they're continuations. And then Absolutely. I would say... Well, Cars 3 is not an OG movie. That doesn't no, but it, it, no, 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 no. But it, it bounces off Cars, which is, an, which is an OG movie. So technically you have to watch it because it's the end but of that the doesn't, whole but No, story. but that doesn't mean it's an OG movie. You have Cars at number four on your list. Your fourth no, favorite exactly. Pixar movie and you're not going to watch like the end exactly. of it? Exactly. If you have it that high, you kind of have to watch. Like, you gotta finish well, the second the one, story. wasn't the second one just bad? Yeah, it was bad, but the third is better. Second one is also the first one gets a lot of like the first like I like cars. I want to make that clear. I liked cars. I had like the cars like some of the cars. You liked it so much that you didn't watch Cars Cars Three. You liked it so much that you skipped watching the final sequel of Cars. You skipped Lightning McQueen's retirement. But 
<laughs> cars does not get a bad like does it doesn't get a good rap you know it's on if you look at rotten tomatoes it's not like the highest rated on that cars 2 definitely about. is it and i don't think cars 3 really is no <laughs> i don't know it's also rated that high on rotten tomatoes either i imagine that okay well you know what Ooh, that's a good point toy story clearly isn't a hundred percent like there's not like toy story isn't clearly the best movie like no no flaws in it but it still is 100 percent on rotten tomatoes toy story 2 is also 100 percent it's not like that good, you know. It's not like a hundred percent. It's good. Yeah. Both it's of them not, are good. It's good, but not. Like but it's not. Like, there's no way they're hundred percent. So obviously, yes, Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> isn't the best. Uh, you know, uh, I guess site um, for a judgment. But we've used it in the past here, so I will just use it again. But um, just that being said, um, I have seen the OG movies. Um, I think Toy Story is probably. I mean, I've put it on my what number one for S tier. Right. Uh, I mean, I th- which one? Your Toy Story. List. You put Toy Story on uh, number yeah number one overall. Yeah, I think it's the nostalgia factor, the toys that I like, um, like Buzz Lightyear and Woody. I both had, I, I had both of those um, as a kid. Did you, did you ever see them walking so, around? What? Did you ever see them walking around out and about? Not nah, every time I would turn around, even if I turned it on really quickly, they'd all they'd always be on the ground. It kind of disappointed you hear, me. You'd hear a faint Jacob's coming. So, uh, so like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, that, he actually had his name uh, written on the bottom of uh, Woody's shoe. The boot. The boot. I did. <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> I actually did. Did you also like write the C backwards too, like J A, and then the C was backwards <laughs> O B? Yeah. No, hundred percent. No, as Justin was saying though, um, Soul and Inside Out definitely hold up. Like they are, like they are not kids' movies. Like they are very applicable to your life right now. Like, like is is they're works of art. They are very good movies. Soul especially. Like I watched that last year. It was fantastic. And like Jacob, you say they're out of your age range, yet you play Pokemon and you bought you bought you pre-ordered the new Pokemon game, which is clearly out of your age range. So, I mean, your argument there saying you're not well, going to watch the new movies because they're out of your age range isn't really valid. Second straight week, Jacob's getting flamed for his faulty argument. Haven't we all always discussed that there parts of these games aren't always meant for children? Yes, like, the game, made is this easy, game, this game is made, made easier. The, but yeah, they made this game easier for children. It's even easier now to play. There are parts of the game that aren't made like for children. I think we're just arguing here that the claim that these movies are out of your age range, I think that there's a couple on your list that would be considered within age range. But, well, I really want like, none of you guys have seen Luca besides me, which is quite shocking, because Luca was very popular when it came out. How recent was it? Luca was, I don't even think it was a year ago. I think I watched it in the summer. See that no, one looks I, like it looks like one of those like really childish ones. I think that one. I don't know. I mean, you you I, I can't say that for sure. You can say that's up to you. Like because you've watched it. Would you uh, sorry, June eighteenth. Would you say it's more of those? Uh, child, um, like, I would definitely say. I think it, I think it would say more childish. It's more about like taking chances and like making the most of your life and kind of like being who you want to be. So I think it's definitely a little bit more kiddish. I'm just shocked that no one has, no one else has seen it. Um, just because I mean when Pixar makes. When Pixar drops things, everyone watches. That's generally like, since been also it was a direct, um, direct to video release. So I'm sh- I'm like right on Disney Plus. So, I mean, I don't think it really fits our demographic for sure. But I'm just I'm shocked that not one other person has watched it. I didn't even know it existed honestly. I knew, but definitely knew about it. Just nah, I don't yeah. know. Didn't really ever get around yeah. to it. it. It's it's a cute movie. Um, it's just not like. I mean, we lose some of the nostalgia factor, but also I think they're they're going for big themes in Luca, kind of about your sexuality and like being comfortable in it. That when you after you watch the movie, you kind of learn. Like I learned that they were trying to go for those themes after watching the movie, and I don't really think it is evident in the movie that those themes are present. So then when they come out afterwards, it's kind of like when they have to tell you that the two characters and like like Avatar: The Last Airbender or uh, Legend of Korra, when they tell you that Usami and uh, Korra are dating and but they like have to tell you through like news releases because it's not very clear at the end it kind of like just sours like the messaging a little bit so yeah i think luca is fine um but no just shocked that a lot of you guys haven't seen the good dinosaur either that, is yeah, that i don't another think one i've played on ever watched is, yeah is that dinosaur. another one of those childish ones 
Um, I think the good. Oh, so I watched a good. So my plan was over COVID, I took all the Disney and Pixar movies and I put them on like a big whiteboard. And my goal was because I thought, I mean, I, pandemic, I was like, yeah, I'll have tons of time, which I had time, but like it's not as much as you think. Um, and I put a whole list of these movies I was going to watch because I, I was going to go to Disney um, for my senior trip that ended up getting canceled. But then I went to Disney this past summer um, with my girlfriend and her family. So I was going to watch all the movies to like make sure I was like super caught up. There's a lot I had watched, but like a long time ago, whatever. So I started doing a good job going down. Like I'd watch like the OG, like Snow White and kind of like some of those movies again, which was cool. And I was going to watch some of the Pixar movies. So I ended up seeing The Good Dinosaur because it was on my list to watch. And I had never seen it. I was kind of going through movies I've never seen before and then going back to movies I would like to rewatch. So Good Dinosaur is a movie I'd never seen. It's pretty, it's like pretty mid, like the storyline is like, cool but again he's like the giant dinosaur is kind of finding his own coming like growing up learning to be mature and take on like kind of a bigger role in his family so what do you got jacob um so yeah i was just checking the uh tier lists and i stumbled across andres's uh list and he has monsters inc like fourth on a tier and he has the incredibles in b tier yes i do how do you defend like how can you defend that the Incredibles is good. It's just overrated. How, Jacob? Why are you deflecting right now? Well, it's just it's just overrated. My Wi-Fi might be terrible right now, Andres. I'm gonna. Oh, you're saying The Incredibles is overrated? I, no, I think it's a great movie, but people like I, it's not in my top three personally. The the soundtrack is fantastic. You love the characters. Everybody, ever like. Buddy, like I wanted to be dashed when I was younger. Like, come on. Okay, yeah, you that, that is true. Like praying that my Wi-Fi cuts out because if I can get on a full-on <laughs> rant right now, this is going to be the end for you. Yeah. Oh, the God. woman I'm, that tricks Mister Incredible was named Mirage. Like, is that not crazy? Okay, Jacob, that was not. Man. That's 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 going to help your case, Jacob. that's super cool. You caught. Okay, no, back up, Jacob. This is a yeah. movie made for children. How did you not catch that Mirage was gonna turn on Mr. Incredible? Or how did you not realize that like in the not like 19, nearly 20 years you've been alive? That Probably, Mirage, I that just, character. I didn't, I didn't I guess I didn't know the name of that character. Oh, I guess I just, okay, that's, she was, that's fair then. Like I guess I just like thought of her as like the what the woman with like the silver hair. Okay, and she that's like fair flips back and forth but okay that's that you like cool. knew her as mirage you like you didn't put it together that's like oh it's ironic <laughs> yeah. but no like i remembered like the core characters like okay. um what syndrome the incredibles mm-hmm. obviously then you had uh what edna yeah i mean yeah like, that's perfect Andres, i mean that how can you so say good. that edna Actually, mode wait, is overrated like, no hold on hold on actually let me let me rephrase in like, terms of like objective you, this is this is completely like my tier list is completely subjective. It's like like how much I loved it as a kid and whatnot. But as like an objective movie, I think it it is good. But I still like. Okay. In, like but why are you then claiming it's overrated by who? Are you saying know. it's overrated in your opinion? That doesn't make sense. No, I'm, it's I'm, your like, opinion. Well, like people like I don't know. I just, is it overrated or is it not overrated? Also, is your tier list based yeah. on what you think or what the people think? Because if the people no, it's, think it's, it's better than it's what fine, you think, then it's overrated. No, no, it's fine. Or it's if fine. it's yours, then you think no, if it's um, not good. I think it's overrated in, this, like, in the sense that people like... Jacob, what do you have it at in your top three? Uh, let me check. Um, yeah, number two. It, it, like overrated by like, like other... Like, like you guys, like I think you guys overrate it. Like I, I think then, it's good, but how I, is that a reason in what for world? your tier list? Though that's what I'm, yeah. I'm trying to poke holes in your logic because if you're saying your tier list is solely based on your subjective opinion, why are you taking other people's opinions into consideration about knocking it down a tier? You're saying it's overrated based on what other people think, but everything else in your list is like the reasons why you like something is based on what you think. No, I'm not. I, I'm not saying that it's overrated as to my my reasoning on it being B tier. Like that's just where it is when, like how I, like okay. how much it's affected me. Okay. I'm just saying it's overrated in general, in the sense that Jacob had it as his S tier. Like I'm talking, it's overrated in his place, but not okay. in, not in that's my fair. place. That's yeah. what well, Justin had. Justin had it at the same spot. Peter had it at number one. Raj had it at four. Yes. Okay, well, yeah, I was using Jacob as an example. Like, I'm you guys as a whole, okay. I think overrated in my eyes. I'm not saying that it's wrong <laughs> in any way. I respect it completely. 
that's just in terms my, of like here's my thing. I think I think that all some so many of these Pixar movies are great. That like Andres, looking at your list, the only things I really have an issue being above The Incredibles is up Toy Story two, and that's really it. Like I don't really have an issue with anything else being a, ahead of it. Um, I I think Up is actually an overrated movie. Um, I honestly agree with that. I, I, I would I would agree. I would I say I would say that Up is overrated. Um, I still love it, but I can definitely agree. And I don't think that Toy Toy Story two is overrated. I just think that you like Toy Story two a lot. No, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. That is that is definitely that's one of my hot takes saying Toy Story two that I enjoy Toy Story two better than Incredibles. That's just because I love like the Toy Story story over the Incredibles. But that's not to say that I think it's a better movie. That's just how much I like. Like I just liked it more because okay. that story. Mm-hmm. Also, Monsters Inc. Not being like, I feel like Monsters Inc. Should also be higher. Like Monsters Inc. is. Like also has a fan like Jacob, Jacob, the- Jacob. He has it at seven, bro. Like, come on. So good. Like the soundtrack is so good. The characters are awesome. Like, put what that were thing. We roasting Jacob about oh, earlier. Come on. <laughs> the fact Sweet. that he says he's out of the age range for the newer movies. Yeah, he plays Pokemon, which is a game made for children. I was wondering because I was like, wait, I remember we were roasting him about something, and he was deflecting. And then, and then yeah, I, he deflected uh, it right well, to Andre. I, I derailed yeah, this conversation. I, I can I can justify any <laughs> any one of my choices if you want to dissect think, mine more. Can I, I say pivot? Yeah, can say I, something real quick. So what happened is you guys were roasting me. Justin was saying something different, had changed the topic. Then I started talking because I was you know checking out the tier list and I saw something that caught my eye and then we were talking about Andres. So fair. the conversation had basically ended. So think, you brought it back up. I think so pivoting like, off of this, going to Raj real quick. Raj, I need to talk to you about your tier list. Are you really <laughs> trying to hit Uzma Cap? Am I really trying to hit Uzma Kappa? Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's the most fire frat in the on campus, dude. Uzma Cap is fire. Dude, those frat parties go crazy there. They they don't mess around at Uzma Kappa. They don't. They, dude, they the monster, the monster slide. Recently, didn't they have like some allegations against them recently? Or like something, something coming out about Uzma Kappa? <laughs> I heard Uzma Kappa talking strictly been. about the Monsters University for anyone, <laughs> anyone wondering. I don't know any other thing about Uzma <laughs> Kappa outside of Monsters University. But whatever so, happens I, inside Monsters University is fire. There's yeah. <laughs> Well, there's no U in the Greek alphabet, so I think we're good there. I don't think there's an actual <laughs> yeah. frat called Uzma Cap. No, because Uzma's uh, O-O. Omega. It's O-O. Omega they use Omega. Bruh. I'm a, I'm a big Roar Omega Roar kind of guy. Oh, you scumbag. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uzma Cap until I die. Come on now. <laughs> Uzma Cap for life. But Actually, yeah. I do really enjoy Monsters University. I think there's like kind of like holes in like the story a little bit but like it's actually it's just a really fun movie like about like college and you got like these monsters going to college and like i don't know it's it's really fun a really fun movie maybe not an objectively like good movie no i completely agree and it's some some parts are relatable like some parts you can like are pretty reflective of real life like i think they um actually based it off berkeley i want to say and I actually mm-hmm. toured there and i and it's pretty it was pretty accurate in some ways and it was cool like monster university is 100 percent you it perfectly it's a fun movie i think a lot of the animation team i think on pixar is actually from like either berkeley or just like some california school yeah. so i think that's probably what makes sense why they would just be like oh yeah like there's like that college campus that's pretty famous let's just copy all of that and just put it in the movie yeah so also uh another question that the incredibles 2 came out like so many years after the first one like 10 years uh, right? something like even, something even more honestly it was a while I, but um, obviously, I don't think that you know it could have lived up to the hype. But do you think if it came back, came out sooner, it would have gotten like better reviews? Fourteen years. It, what'd you say? Fourteen years after. Exactly. So it came out fourteen years after. Oh. So my expectations were probably going to be like you know this is going to have to be a perfect movie to live up to like you know the weight. But do you think it would have been like like what would you guys would uh, say like what would you say about the movie if it come out like sooner? I probably would have enjoyed Honestly? it less. It was the anticipation that like made me more excited for it. And I just I like it was fun, a lot of nostalgia watching it. I think Andres is onto something there. I think if the sequel came out sooner, because it like it was good. Like it was a good movie, but like it was just so like the incredible like the first Incredibles is just like such like in a league of its own. 
that like if you kind of just throw like an average to like slightly above average movie like right after it it would have just been like really kind of brought down like the incredible is like as an experience because i feel like a lot of what people enjoyed about the movie is that it's been 14 years since we've seen any of these characters on screen or like we've like heard from them and the fact that they picked it up right where it left off like 14 years ago and it's like oh like this is just like the continuation of the story that like we've all been waiting for like we i think you kind of like see it through almost like rose tinted glasses where like you kind of like ignore some like the flaws at first and you just kind of are watching it where it's like oh my god like we're finally watching this again so exactly. i think if it did come out a little bit sooner you wouldn't have had the kind of like that same like nostalgia for it i guess that would have really kind of like pushed it uh it's Spot like a on. better category but i think that's a fair point i just like i just was thinking about it like I've waited so long to see this movie, so I want it to be really good because I thought the first one was really good. Um, I mean, I have number two, right? So, um, but when it came out, like, I just thought it was okay. Like, I didn't think it was anything spectacular. I thought it was, like, just yeah. Like, yeah. a fun movie. Um, like, solid, not spectacular. So, um, so I think, the, didn't, I think, yeah. I think this little debate here kind of goes on to, like, if they had released Incredibles 2 earlier, would there have been an Incredibles 3? Because I think if an incredible if um six years like let's say six years before so that release date would have been 2010 if they had Incredibles two and then they followed it up a couple years later with an Incredibles three then I, I I think that would have been be- more beneficial for the um series in general because I think that they probably would have taken the mistakes from Incredibles two and kind of made it a little bit better in Incredibles three and we would have seen those characters more but I don't really think that the da- the the weight had anything to do I think if you dropped Incredibles two a few years after the first Incredibles, and I think everyone would have enjoyed it more. But if you're talking about like dropping it like four or five years earlier, nah, I don't think it really mattered that much. Um, I think the problem, a lot of people like the movie a ton. I just have a problem with the villain is really the big issue with Incredibles too. Would you have wanted the Underminer to be like the villain? Like he, you know, you have that cliffhanger at the end. It's like, what? I'm the Underminer, or like something like that, at the end of the first Incredibles, and then he's like there for maybe five minutes, and then it's just like gone maybe i don't know how they would have done it i mean you have to write a completely different script i think this the screen slaver or screen slayer or whatever um their name is is just a little bit a little bit weak but that's okay um i, I still think it was an enjoyable movie like it's pixar pixar really doesn't miss um everything on this list is our enjoyable movies besides cars 2 and cars 2 is still like funny it's just stupid so um I think we're going to pivot off of Pixar talk for a little bit. That is a place I didn't expect us to go, but we did end up going. I have been thinking about this a lot. I usually ask people this, and I don't know if we've talked about it before, but we definitely haven't talked about it before on the podcast. If you could go back in time to any date, where would you go and why? Because this is something as a history minor that like, I think is really interesting because there's a lot of places you can go and there's a lot of things you could do. So I guess Jacob's raising his hand over there. So Jacob, what would you oh. do? I have a question. Like, would it be oh. go back to that date and then you live it like from that point, or is it you just go back to that date for like one day? I mean, you can kind of do whatever you want to do with that that point. I would say, I I just take it how you want it. I don't I don't want to put those restraint those restraints on um, what you want. I think it's clear to say that most of us would like to continue living where we are now, considering we live a very luxurious lifestyle where we don't have to go like do things we don't want to do and live without electricity but um but no just take a like a date like just say a time that you would want to go back to and if everyone's still thinking i can go first but i don't want to just rant yes please well, i do have a quick i do have a quick question also is this date like a date that we have had to been alive for or could it be before our life? oh well, it could be way before your life okay cool cool, cool. yeah period a period in history all right so everyone's all right. thinking i will go i always think it'd be really cool to be around like that maybe like a month period of time fought like when people started to figure out that um in 1776 that we won the american revolution like i have to imagine like the parts that like the towns that they had built at the time were just like what like i can't even imagine how big the celebration was at the time for like winning like freedom and independence like and like there wasn't like technology or whatever it's so, like you're probably just celebrating like massively within your own little like town area so I always think that would be super fun to be a part of, like, finding out that you are going to be, like, a free country away from, like, European rule. Yeah, that actually, that is such a good point. And, like, or even, like, not even 
the way that I'm seeing it is like, or not even just like the celebration aspect, but just like the feeling where it's like, that was like one of the first like true times where like a country had split off. That like was a part of a country and like became its own thing. Like that would be just like the, like just such a shocking revelation to try and like wrap your head around at the time. It's like, this is like never been done before. It's just one of those like keystone moments in history where it's like, Oh, I'm living in a textbook right now. Kind of like how we're in the pandemic. It's like, Oh cool. I can't wait till someone has to write a paper on this <laughs> when they're in us history and we're living in it right now. Like that would just be such a wild moment. Yeah. That's a great one. Maybe they didn't celebrate. I don't know, but I'd like yeah. to see if they, I'd like to see if they did. And if they did, what did they do? Because like, again, just not with the technology and everything we had now, like, it would definitely have just been like a, a celebration of just like being happy in general versus like throwing a like party wherever, like it's all like getting us all attention. It's just more about like people just being happy with each other, like their town area. So I think that'd be really neat. It's really cool. All right, uh, who else is up? I think uh, for me, I think yeah. the Roaring Twenties. Oh my god! Like right. I, something about when I learned about that in history class junior year, I was just sitting there like, like you know what? This would be such a fun time to just live in. It's like what the economy was booming, like everything just going on. Like people were like drinking and everything. Everyone was just having a good time. Well, would you oh, go sure. back and would you go back and live your life from? the 20s or would you just go back there for a few years because i think prohibition was in like 1938 or something for a yeah little bit of time. i would go so i would down real quick i would go back for maybe like you know experience it for a couple months to a year and then you know come back to the present raj you do realize leonardo dicaprio isn't actually the great gatsby it's a it's, i know it's a work of fiction I, right? I know. okay just wanted to make sure that you knew that <laughs> <laughs> the green light myrtle the green light oh that was actually a good pull. I forgot her name. That was a good one. I you pulled that from nowhere. I was like, yeah. it took me a second to be like, it's that sophomore year English class right there. I gotta love it. Um, yeah. I mean, that's like that's a great time period to go to. I mean, there's just like so much going on right there. Um, because I feel like a lot of like, I guess modern society, like you can tie a lot of like our roots now back to the Roaring Twenties, where like you know, like fashion was big where it's like drinking kind of became this like cool thing to do, whatever. Um, and, like parties became more like in, instead of just like almost like showing off like a symbol of class, it was like just bringing everybody together and just like actually like just getting hammered. Like that was the entire purpose of it. Um, yeah, like that's actually that's a really good time period. I like that. That's definitely one of the more popular answers. If you ask people, they're just like, yeah, the Roaring Twenties are super cool. And it's funny, it's like now at this point, it, we're going on the 20s, so like this is 100 years ago. Yeah, we're, in a, we're in a real roaring 20s now. Yeah. Andres and Jacob, you got an answer? Yeah, I do actually. So, spe- a specific date actually would be, let me, let me pull it up. A specific say, date? Yeah, start, we could start at the specific date, but this whole time period. So, November 6, 1981, El Salvador beat Mexico to qualify for the 1982 World Cup, so... That's the second time in their history they've ever done that and the last time they've done it. So being able to witness that like my dad did would be incredible. And then I'm already in the 80s, which I love the 80s. Like if there could be any time period I could live in, it'd be the 80s because you have good music. You have movies like Back to the Future, Star Wars. Like there's so, oh my God, the culture, like pop culture is insane. Like it, there's nothing better. Like the Karate Kid, the 80s is just where it's at, you know, I'd love to be just living in at least spend a day in the 80s it'd be awesome um i've been thinking about it and there's probably um three that come to mind um i'm not sure like which one specifically um i guess in terms of like a good memory i would probably have to go with um the national championship when bama played georgia i mean that was like I got to spend that with my dad. Uh, it was an up and down game, and like the ending was just fantastic. Um, and then, like I guess on a more serious note, probably um, either the day I moved down to New Orleans, and I guess like that, like from then to like the um, you know school, um, or um, I guess the first day of college. Because I feel like, um, I guess, with especially with uh, me moving down to New Orleans, 
um it was a definitely a different um culture a different vibe than um where i had been living previously so um i feel like i'd ra- want to try and um i guess do certain things over and um you know maybe not try and become friends with certain people um that i might not need to like become friends with because like i made great friends and i'm happy with the friends i have down there now uh like my current group um so i guess if i could go back and like do that i would do that and then for maybe even a similar thing um for like first day of college um because i'm happy with you guys now um and i don't change that um but I guess what I would do is try to not put my energy into, um, you know, certain, uh, like, in trying to, like, uh, become, like, friends or, like, start talking with, like, certain individuals or stuff like that. Um, or maybe, like, branch out a little bit and, yeah, join more, like, different organizations and stuff like that. Okay, so, Jacob, uh, we're going to talk it later after the podcast is over because you need to vent. That was quite deep for a conversation where we talked about the Roaring Twenties, going back to El Salvador, qualifying for the World Cup. I'm going back to 1776. Well, and Peter's also going to the Roaring Twenties. I was about to completely meme my answer and now I don't want to. Well, I can't go back to 1776 or the Roaring Twenties without having to deal with about. No, time travel might exist. But no, I'm saying I can't go back there because I'm black. So I'll have to deal with more racism. So I don't. You know what? (laughs) That's that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. (sighs) Raj, you got to be careful too, man. (laughs) Yeah, I I just realized. Wait, was Great Britain occupying India at the time? I think they yeah. were. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they, they were. Do, they decolonized <laughs> de- in like 1960 or something like that. Yeah. Because yeah. that's Gandhi, right? Yeah. Safe yeah. either. But yeah. So uh, I can't go. Definitely not 1776. Well, how about. Definitely not scenario, 1776. Yeah. Well, how, okay, wait, wait, wait. How about in this scenario, like you go back in time, but like you're almost like an observer, I guess. You're not like actually like living there. You're kind of just like a fly on the wall sort of thing. But it's like. You're just like observing what's going on versus having to like actually deal with like everything that you're living in. Oh, um, then probably the time period with the Mongols. Honestly, I heard, always heard about that's them. cool because th- I remember I would always watch Crash Course World History and uh, to um, like to I guess solidify some of the topics. And uh, the like the narrator would always be saying that the Mongols were the one exception with everything. And they seemed like they were, they did terrible things. Um, but it would be interesting to see like how they kind of operated. And they almost like, you know, what if Genghis Khan didn't die, they could have taken over a lot more territory than they did. So yeah, I would want to be, I would want, definitely want to check that out and see what well, that isn't, was. Isn't Genghis Khan related to like a lot or like every, like there's like a large majority of like people in Asia that can like, Trace their lineage back to Genghis Khan. Isn't that a thing? Yeah. I'm sure it's yeah, like twenty five percent. One in four people. Um, yeah, have it's like something wild like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Yeah. That's that, that, that was around. quite a different answer from what you initially provided. <laughs> so, thanks for that Mongol Empire insight, Peter. Mongol what Empire. What What meme are you gonna drop on? Well, us? so yeah, listen. Okay, let me let me set the stage here. So, growing up as a kid. Everybody around me, it was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it was like, oh, I want to be a football player. Oh, I want to be an astronaut. Oh, I want to be a firefighter. Nah, I wanted to be a paleontologist when I grew up because I didn't understand that dinosaurs Dinosaurs. are still dead and you can't actually see them. So going back to my childhood roots, if I had if I could go back to any time period, whatever. And just be an observer and just like see what's going on. I'm going back to anywhere that the dinosaurs existed, which was between uh, it might have been 365 million years ago, like that kind of like time frame. So I got a plenty of time frames depending on like when I want to go back. But um, I just want to go back and see what was up, man. Like I, I've been so curious about it. Like that's it literally might, what it might not last long. I might not last long, but you know what? I'm going to go back and I'm going to 
I'm going to take a picture of a dinosaur, man. And I'm going to come back from with drinking it. the water. Exactly. I am going to take a picture of a T-Rex if it's the last thing I do. So, you know what? I'll take send one for the to, team. Send it to the cloud and then... Exactly. I'll take one for the team. I'll bring... I'll throw my phone back through the uh, the teleporter that brought me to that time period that just vibe there, I guess, because I have to stay there every day. But um, <laughs> I'll, I'll do it for science. I'll have actually you... get a photographic evidence. Peter, I know you've probably watched the Jurassic like Park and Everything. World movies. Yes. I feel like you should like after watching that, you probably shouldn't go back. Well, first of all, those movies are they, they're entertainment. They're not like actually what happened. Like I well, hate yeah. to break it to you, like a T Rex <laughs> isn't really gonna be like, oh yeah, I know exactly what's going on here. Let me just bite through this metal cage that's electrified. <laughs> it's like are also gonna be able to like trap dinosaurs and like put them in like. Okay, no, yeah, but it, like in the Jurassic Park 2, it's that. like they have. I like, would not. They, be... No, because like, okay, here's the thing. In Jurassic Park 2, they have like this like scene where it's like, oh, we're going back to the island, whatever. And it's like they have like a paramilitary force there and they're all like letting it rip on a T Rex. And it's like not even like getting phased whatsoever. It's like, okay, they weren't made out of titanium. Like, let's set this, like, let's be real here. Like, if you have. We have the resources to be able to handle dinosaurs. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. Um, but yeah, I I have absolutely watched all of the Jurassic Park movies. I think at my house, I have like at least 20 DVDs of like dinosaur things. It's like walking with dinosaurs or like, I forget what the dude's name was, but he was basically that. like Steve Irwin, but with dinosaurs. Or he would like, oh, I'm going back in time to look at these dinosaurs, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's my that's my time frame. That's what I'm going back to. And I'm standing by that. Did you watch the uh, Land Before Time movies also? Absolutely not. <laughs> I yeah? only dealt with quote-unquote real dinosaurs because ah, I was okay, a man okay. of science. Uh, my bad, my bad. But um, <laughs> what's your favorite kind of dinosaur, though? That's, that's, that's oh, what I want to know. Oh, good God. Um, uh, <sighs> I don't know, because like I would always flip flop between a bunch. Um, maybe I won't be generic and say a T Rex. Maybe, maybe what I'll say is I'll say a Utah Raptor, because basically in Jurassic Park and everything, how they say it's like, oh, this is the Velociraptor, and they're like six feet tall. Actual Velociraptors were the size of like turkeys, like they were really small, and they were kind of just like. They were just like very small. Like they theorized that they're smart because they have like a large brain cavity, whatever. But they were tiny. But the Utah Raptors were actually what they Jurassic Park like based the Velociraptors on because they're like legit, like six feet tall, like okay, ten feet long. Like they are enormous and they are so cool. Yeah, what about the Toronto sick. Raptors? What about uh, the Velocipaster? What, what about Kawhi? I don't know. Uh, what about the Velocipaster though? Velocipaster. Oh, that's a classic one. Yeah. Oh, God, I hate that. And then we have the um, what was it? Jurassic World that like genetically modified like T Rex that like fought oh, the, OG the Indominus. Rex. Yeah. Yeah, okay. the Indominus Rex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were just like, hey, let's make a T Rex, but make it smart. It's like, well, how do you know <laughs> that? How, well, literally, how does that even happen? Like, you can't just do that. Like. <laughs> The suspension of disbelief is really high in those Jurassic Park movies, I will say. They're good movies, though. I really like them. They're very entertaining. You just have to kind of turn your brain off a little bit, but, like, you know what? It's it's like, okay, cool, dinosaur killing things. All right. I mean, exactly. it's entertaining, I guess. So, Peter, your dream job as a kid was to be a paleontologist, which I think is a lot of people's uh, dream jobs, but I need to hear everyone else's dream jobs when they were a kid. Child. Okay, yeah. Um, this I'll start off. I... It's funny because I used to be big into skyscrapers. So I actually visited the Skyscraper Museum in New York City and I was like obsessed with buildings like the Burj Khalifa, the uh, Empire State Building, of course. The, I was like, it was during the construction of the Freedom Tower. Like I just loved buildings and I was like, you know what? I want to be an architect. I want to make buildings. So, and being an architect was my original dream job as a kid. I never do this about you. This is really funny. Yeah. Just admiring. I, I, mean, I definitely admire buildings more than like an infrastructure and stuff than like I used to in the past. But that's just funny. I didn't know that about you. Jacob, what do you got? I didn't have one. Ooh. I didn't have one. You didn't have a dream. There's, There's never anything. Kept, 
Do you ever want to like play in the NFL or anything? I was just about to say that. Um, I don't think I was a big enough fan of the like football when I was. I guess like the age range for uh, that. Like, I don't know. What do you mean age range for like? I don't think I like maybe like. But like seriously, I don't think so. Like, I mean, that like I guess. If I had to pick anything, and this definitely isn't as a kid, uh, it would be super cool to be like the general manager for like a sports team. That would be awesome. But back then, no, well, that's what you're really... saying now. Yeah, but yeah, but back then, I didn't really have one. No, that's so strange. Yeah, back then, yeah, you're like eight years old. Yeah, give me the corporate job. That's what I want. I want that one. No, playing. No, I don't like sports. Give me the corporate job. <laughs> Raj, I know that's going to be a tough act to follow, but what do you got? <laughs> Uh, doctor, engineer, take your pick. Those were also lame oh. ones. No, oh. dude. This is what I get imprinted into my head as a kid. <laughs> you, he's got like the oh god, I, like the hypnosis thing where it's like it's like the circle that's like spinning like on the screen. It's just like his dad's like just putting it up to Raj's face, like you want to be a doctor, you want to be an engineer, you need to do this, and, he, and you're like, I want to play MD football. or no. professional engineer. Yeah. You can't do anything else. No author, no <laughs> artist. But I like so, the paint. No, <laughs> you do not like the paint. <laughs> That's so funny because it's like your, I'm not saying this actually, but it's like your your dream job is based on seeking approval from your parents. It's like oh. it's like you will be an engineer or a doctor, so the only reason you actually want to do it is so that you you get accepted. No, no. What are you talking? No, about? no. I'm psychoanalyzing him, Justin. Uh, medical schools, you cannot use anything said in this podcast against me or my application. He actually likes medicine. Yeah, I, 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 I swear. I swear. This part is getting cut. <laughs> Raj, why do you got that cap on? The cap on? Yeah. I don't know. I used to be. I used to have a hat, and like you know, early on freshman year, I would always wear it. Then I switched to headband phase. Then I actually started cutting my hair. Then I went to the headband phase in the gym again. Now I'm back to the hat phase. You really did have a headband phase. Good. Grief. I did. I did. Is that the uh, the pool? Not long ago. Hat that I gave you. <laughs> yeah, that's a medicine cat because i lost my uh oh, like my brown pit one yeah i have no clue where it went i think i lost it somewhere when we were out yeah oh well you really hate to see it facts yeah i loved working there it was so much fun well no i also hated it too but yeah i was about to say at least they hung yeah. your jersey up in the rafters well okay let me explain that <laughs> So, um, for context, I worked at a pool as a lifeguard for probably what four years, probably. Yeah, no, it was four years. Um, I started out just like as like a sub, and then like I actually became like a legit lifeguard that got like cycled through. And then eventually, I was kind of just like ended up being the oldest person there, and I uh, eventually became the like assistant manager uh, to the pool. And I had four different bosses over four years working there um and actually over it might have been it was the i guess my summer going into sophomore year or no summer going into freshman year um are we hired somebody at the beginning of the year that guy gets fired then i have to like step up and be the manager of the pool and then our general manager so the guy that like runs everything at the pool then puts in his two-week notice so it's me, another girl in my grade, and then the person that runs the front desk trying to manage a pool. When I'm like 18 years old, I have no idea what's happening. And then there's like the general manager is like, okay, yeah, so this is how like the pump house works. I'm like, I, I don't know what's happening. Like, I, I just want to go to college. Like, I don't know like how much water pressure I should be putting into this pool. Like, it was... I, I love the place. Like, don't get me wrong, the people there are incredible, but that place is held together by scotch tape. And after going there, I don't think I'm ever going to go to a public pool or let my kids go anywhere near a public pool. It's, it is such a mess. But I literally was just talking to my friend today about public pools because there's one in Pittsburgh. And I was like, I'm probably going to stay this summer here. And I was like, well, like, it would be cool to have an area to like go to a pool or like a body of water because I'm used to Jersey Shore and whatnot. 
And we were just talking about public pool, and he was like, I'm never going in that thing. Like, my friend yeah. used to work at a public pool, and it's nasty. Yeah, it's like, once you're on the inside, you see really what's going on behind the scenes. Like, absolutely not. Like, I'm not going anywhere near this. It is so nasty. Yeah, um, actually, I worked at a public pool, too. I was a maintenance worker, and, um, yeah, with the pump house, uh, if there was something going on in there, uh, I, gotta, I had to go grab a manager. I wasn't really allowed to operate in there for you andres you knew your scope of practice and you didn't go beyond that me on the other hand i still have acid scars on my hands so that's fun um but yeah <laughs> fun times very safe very safe very very safe it was like um there was multiple times where the pumps that were pumping chlorine into the pool would like break and then no one would notice and then i would like come in the next day I would open up the like the garage, like it's like a, basically a sliding garage door, or whatever. I open it up, and I'm like, "Oh, that smells like chlorine." And I go in there, and not only is the chlorine leaking, the acid pump is also leaking. So it's just making chlorine gas <laughs> in the pump house. I'm like, "Oh, that's really cool, safe. <laughs> really safe." So it's like, "Oh, don't worry, just put a pair of gloves on when you go in there." It's like, <laughs> "Sounds cool, man." Like. I didn't realize I was in the trenches in France in 19, <laughs> 1917. I will say my pool was, um, it was honestly pretty well run. Like my, one of my managers, he was like, he's pretty strict guy. He's, he's like a no nonsense, hard ass kind of guy, but he really, he, like he, he ran the place well and the pool, like it was, it was, it was well run. And I mean, obviously sometimes you'd have to deal with stuff like kids pooping, but that's like standard and yeah. Put no, brown. Yeah, <laughs> Code Brown. Code exactly. Brown's a classic. Yeah, man, that's that's the worst. Because if, if that Code Brown said Code Brown occurs, that's my job to deal with it. And yeah, yeah, you gotta, gotta dive in there. You gotta get one of those like really He's long skimmer. poles with a net. Uh, yeah, yep. skimmer. I hope you would kick those kids out of the pool. Like, well, how there. do you know who? <laughs> how do you know? What, what are you gonna DNA test it? Like, figure you know, it out and then kick them smell out. everyone. Just be like, <laughs> get, get a little taste and uh, all right, everybody get the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of every page. Yeah. the flavors are just melting in my mouth. Do a police lineup and Hot then back. just yeah. And, I mean, those uh, kids. No, oh, and you're God. done. You're done. <laughs> you're done. Um, yeah, but actually, now I just realized why I got onto the topic because Raj was saying I got my jersey hung up at the rafters. I just realized that's why we actually got on this conversation. Um, so the whole thing was that like our management sucked. Like whatever. Like it was terrible, but. I was always like, I did my job like as a lifeguard. And like, that's why I was like selected to kind of like be the assistant manager or whatever. But I don't know why my managers were so stupid. Like they just, they never like tried to like actually interact with any of the lifeguards that were there. And like, yeah, like they were like, they were younger kids, like whatever, but like, they were still like good people. Like if you like talk to them, like they're great, like they're great. But I kind of became like a meme, I guess, like on the staff because like, Everybody liked me, and I was like kind of part of management, but like everybody else, they hated. So every time like I walked in, everyone was like, "Let's go!" Like Peter's here, like like always gassed me up. I'm like, guys, like, I, I'm just doing my job. Like I don't know why you're like going so nuts. So then my last day that I'm working there, um, this past summer, uh, because I was moving away uh, from New Jersey, um, I I had probably probably four or five lifeguards there, like closing, whatever. And I would say 10 to 15 additional lifeguards that weren't working showed up to the pool just to say goodbye to me. And then I was like, I was like, had my whistle on me. Um, and then one of the guys there, Jack, he was like, oh, we got to hang that whistle up. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, we got to put it up in the rafters. Like you're like, we're retiring a Jersey. So they legit took the whistle, they hung it up in the office. And it's like the way the office is set up is like it's like people like sign in, but you can like see into the office. So if people walked in, they could just see in like the top corner, it's just a whistle being hung up. And it's Peter Hughes, like from the dates that I was working there, it's like from what I started to like my last day. And then over the top of the door, they they were like, All right, now we gotta have a quote of like what? And they're like, yeah, you got to leave a quote here. You got to leave a message. And I was like, okay. So I wrote, be great on a sticky note, put it up there. Then someone quoted me and they taped it like fully over the door frame with like, like not even scotch tape, like packing tape. So like it, it, it might still be there because it's like kind of high up and like that's legit stuck to the top. 
So, like, I think I really left my mark on this place, because I think my name is, like, all over the inside of that office. Be great. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty proud of that one. That is funny. That is funny. If you had to put a movie quote, what quote would you put up in there? Oh, if I could do a movie quote? One quote. Oh. Um, like I was thinking, like yeah, there probably. I mean, it doesn't have to be like fitting to like the setting, just like any movie quote. So like it could be wait, like from oh, give me a like oh. Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger's. I know. Joker, I was thinking about like, like yeah, Thanos. Um, you know, Thanos doing one of his. Your dad's like, I am Iron Man, even you know, um, Robert Downey oh. Jr. Dang, wait, come back to me. Or I, like I put that thing one. back where it came from, or so help me from uh, Monsters Inc. You know. Oh, or I, I could have put, "Honey, where's my super suit?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, you got that. You got that range. So yeah, that would be classic. It was between that or Muhammad. <laughs> so on this note, I guess we'll just ask everyone: What quote would you? What yeah, is what like one of your favorite you quotes? Yeah. Oh, I got one. I got one. It's uh, gotta be. Do or do not, there is no try. That's a good one. That's cl- that classic. Really good. Yeah, it's a great one. One of my favorite quotes from movies, because I'm a big Harry Potter guy, is happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if only one remembers to turn on the light by Albus Dumbledore. It's one of my favorite the fact quotes. that you just ripped that from memory is so impressive. Uh, no, I looked it up. Oh, you did? Oh, that's yeah. what you were doing. I, mean, I, I was like, I, 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 knew, I, I knew the quote pretty well, but yeah, no. Oh, I thought I, you I, literally I, just I, ripped that. No. Oh. I mean, maybe I'll cut it out and I'll seem like I did. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, should have just, just went with it. Should have been like, yep, definitely did it. Yep. I feel like Jacob's is going to be I am the green arrow. You failed. No, this city. you have failed Ooh. the city. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, <my God. laughs> um. Honestly, I really love "Put that thing back where it came from." Or so help me. I really love that quote. I love the entire like, um, that entire scene. Um, I love the movie. So I like. I can't think of anything right now that would like has any like you know special meaning or anything like that just like i like the quote so i'm gonna go with that one for the moment roger peter honestly i mean my quote like i'm probably i'd probably go with like a meme and like one of the memes that i've recently like nfl memes not not an nfl (laughs) meme this is a star wars meme just you know uh kylo ren just more dot 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 kylo ren just leave it at that I'd probably go with something Mimi. I mean, uh, that's what I can think of off the top of my head, but like a legit one, you gotta come back to me in like three to seven business days. We'll get back we'll get back to you on the next pod. Yeah. We'll open with that. <laughs> so if I could um if I if I could change the quote from Be Great to a specific movie quote, we'd still stay on the sports theme. But I would do great moments are born from great opportunities. Uh that was uh, Herb Brooks from Miracle. Um, that, that is that, really good. It's really quick. That is legitimately that is one of the only movies I have cried. Yeah, <laughs> miracle. Why? I don't know. I just start bawling. It. There was a gem dropped in Daredevil today. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Like when that, there's like, some uh, good quotes in Daredevil. Some really good, like really like philosophical like quotes going on. While I take a look at it, someone else can take take this over. I want to see if I can find it. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's some like I do. That's one of the parts that I really do like about Daredevil. I realize we're just like lugging the extra cycle at this point to just keep like coming back to referencing this. But um, the the writing in it is so good. Like that's why like when I look at shows, like especially like like you know, it's like you have a superhero show, you have like a sci-fi show, like specifically like Star Wars or something. I the part that I really try and like focus on, like, is it a good show? Versus, like, is it just, like, a good comic book show? Because, like, I feel like, especially with Daredevil, it's just a good show, first of all. And then it's, like, it just so happens to also be a comic book show. Like, so I think that's... I found the quote. Okay, go. I found the quote. Thanks for, thanks for killing some time. It actually, like, it's, not, it's just, like, about, like... Uh, so the FBI agent who's in charge um, essentially tells another FBI agent that the lies that keep us safe are the ones worth telling. And I think it is a really good quote because a lot in like tv shows 
it, like especially comic book superhero TV shows, is about the main character not telling people around them that like they are a superhero. It's in every single show, pretty much. And this quote essentially is telling you like the lie that you're not like the lie of telling not telling people who you are or what you're up to is really the one worth keep telling because the FBI agent explains that by not knowing the truth, you don't worry as much. So I thought that was a really good quote. I like that. I have well, there's definitely gonna be some good ones later on in the season. I'll just say that, but yeah, I'll, I'll keep a running list. I got three that are more like on a joking matter, but three. three. Yeah. <laughs> I not I was not ready for this. <laughs> I brought peace, freedom, justice, and security. Oh, oh, oh my god, get out! Obviously, your new empire. Um, fun isn't something one considers when balancing the universe. Oh. But- this that was smile in my face. Had to quote Thanos, and then Did you just uh, Google the most famous like villain quotes. No, no, actually, no. I remembered those two quotes. I yeah, I do remember those two quotes specifically because I said them all the time. Yeah, I said the second one, the second quote a lot, and then um, the I brought peace, freedom. Like, come on, we watched that literally yesterday, like in oh, so many different languages. Oh. So I, I had to memorize that. And then the, the third one. Justin, you might love this one. Uh, we are the Flash. Oh. <laughs> no, I gotta go to the lightning rod. <laughs> you no, are, like a, you are my lightning rod, Iris. Just literal tears. Literally, I can feel the tears coming. I think I project a vomit every time I like legitimately hear that quote spoken. We, Ag, you're dead. No, Barry. We are the Flash. <laughs> can we all run fast? No. Well, Spoilers, they all end up running fast because they didn't know what to do, so they just power scale everything. Well, I think that will probably conclude the last episode. I mean, not the last episode of this podcast, the end of this podcast. I think we had a lot we talked about and a lot that we covered. So unless anyone got anything else, I think we'll log off. So I guess we'll see everyone in their next episode or a future extra cycle coming up. All right, stay safe, everybody. Go Bengals. (laughs) 